Business Bulletin. Leaders expected to discuss the war in Ukraine at the G20 summit in India. Greece's Transport Minister steps down after a train collision kills at least 36 people. And in cricket, Australia takes control of the third test in India after two embarrassing defeats. Good morning, Claire Slattery with SBS News. Discussions will begin at the G20 summit in India this morning, with the Russia-Ukraine conflict expected to form an important part of those talks. The meeting is being attended by 40 delegations, including Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, US Secretary of State Antony Blinken, Chinese Foreign Minister Chin Gang and Australian Foreign Minister Senator Penny Wong. Indian Foreign Secretary Vinay Quatra says he's confident economic challenges created by the war will get equal attention to the invasion itself. Ms Wong says she believes other issues, such as climate change, will also be canvassed, but believes the war in Ukraine does need to be talked about. The general proposition that the G20 should deal with the many matters that uh, the global community are concerned about, I think is a sound one. Of course we want to make sure uh, that we uh, assert the upholding of the UN Charter and that we... uh, put the view that we have put uh, about Russia's actions. And we, we do that because it matters to all nations. Rescuers are continuing to search through the wreckage of a head-on train collision in central Greece that's left at least 36 people dead and injured dozens more. Greece's Transport Minister Kostas Karamanlis has resigned following the disaster, saying he was taking responsibility for long-standing failures to fix the country's railway system. Police have also arrested a local station master who was responsible for signalling and have charged him with causing mass deaths and grievous bodily harm through negligence. Greek Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis has visited the scene of the deadly crash near Larissa, vowing his government will find out how it occurred. What we are experiencing today as a country is very difficult. We're talking about an unspeakable tragedy. Our thoughts today are first and foremost with the relatives of the victims. Our obligation is to treat the injured and after that to identify the bodies. Beyond that, I can guarantee one thing. We will find out what the causes of this tragedy were and do everything in our power to make sure it never happens again. Influential kingmaker Bola Tinbu has become Nigeria's new president in one of the country's most closely watched elections in years. Africa's most populous country, with 220 million people, has faced tough economic issues which former president Mohamedou Buhari struggled to resolve. Mr Tinbu has pledged to address the country's vast economic and security issues with his all-progressive Congress winning 36% of the vote and avoiding a runoff against his two key opponents. Mr Tinbu has addressed a crowd in Nigeria's political capital of Abuja as he was handed his official certificate. To those who didn't support me, I ask that you not allow the disappointment of this moment to keep you from realising the historic national progress we can make by working together. Both the newly elected president's two main opponents say they will challenge the election results, which they claim were the product of a flawed technical process. 
Hundreds of people are being evacuated from remote communities in the Northern Territory as floodwaters threaten to isolate residents. Territory authorities have declared an emergency for communities where the Upper Victoria River has reached major flood levels. About 700 people are in the process of being relocated by air to Catherine from where they'll be driven by bus to temporary accommodation in Darwin. To cricket and Australia has responded to two embarrassing defeats to take complete control of the third test against India on a spinning day one pitch in Indore. Mitchell Stark and Cameron Green have opened the bowling after returning for their first match since suffering respective finger injuries during the Boxing Day test win against South Africa. But it was Australia's trio of spinners, Matthew Kuhneman, Nathan Lyon and Todd Murphy who took nine wickets before India's innings and 30 minutes into the second session when Mohammed Siraj was run out. Whoever wins in indoor will secure their spot in the World Test Championship final at the Oval in June. And that's the latest SBS News.